Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Today we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 16, Wrecking Ball. My name is Marty. I'm here with Jen. What up? Let's get started with Jenny and Summit. So, Summit had no idea that Jenny was thinking about moving to America, apparently, and she just kind of lay that bomb on him while they were sitting with his family. Yeah. I mean, in his defense, I think that, I don't think that he, I think he's stupid if he thought that, like, the idea didn't exist at all in Jenny's head, but she Jenny didn't mention it to him. Yeah, she she mentioned it, but, like, I don't, in his defense, I don't think they ever had, like, a, I, like what a do you call it? conversation. Yeah, like a traditional relation, serious relationship, like, serious, let's talk about this conversation, you know? I think it was just like, well, how about if they don't like us, we move to America, like, kind of a, you know? Yeah. When like, you don't like it, you can, you can leave, like, kind of comment not he probably uh, thought she was just venting yeah <laughs> yeah like, that's no. what i mean so in his defense i don't meant it i don't think they actually sat down ever and had like a real conversation that i can recall about right this. but still i mean she said it and you know i mean i guess good for him in the moment for kind of going along with it and not being like <gasps> you know and right. reacting shocked yeah, like he, he had no idea he really doesn't want to go yeah yeah he seems like he wants to go um, and it really backfired because Samit's dad was just kind of like, okay. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and then fun. Jenny at the end was like, you know, they didn't react how I thought that they were going to react. And then Sumit's of course, hurt that his family is like, yeah, we don't care. Go ahead. Yeah. Go right, on. See ya. Bye. Bon voyage. <laughs> and, and it just, it, like, what was, what was my point um, with that? Yeah. Like, like with Sumit, like him not wanting to go, um, it, it, it's, just interesting it's an interesting dynamic of like in these situations of these international relationships where somebody obviously leaves their country their family their friends their life their children their whatever and move to a totally different country with the totally different language and culture and blah 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 um usually you know we see this of you know of course they're from the other way uh tv show but usually we see that person is coming to america but Mm -hmm. it's just it's just interesting how there's like Somebody in the relationship that will do that for love, like Jenny in this case, but then but not the other way, but around. not the other way, <laughs> and like and it, and I always wondered, even with the ninety day fiance traditional, where people come to America, I always wonder, like, would and some of them talk about it, like Sumit does, and others don't ever about like I always wonder. I mean, hey, if if they if you had to move to their country, would you? And right. I think that most of them that I can recall, I would guess no, they wouldn't. And right. And for like a variety of different reasons. I mean, why would you? I don't know. I don't know what Moldova is like, but why would you want to move to Moldova over? It you, just you know? sound like fun. Yeah. I don't know. Or or you know, like even like you know, like the way that we saw like Rose living in the Philippines. Like, why right. would you want to live there versus no. here? You know. So there is some. I I don't want to you know be insulting, but there are some I guess more obvious answers to that. Um, sure. I guess of like, would why wouldn't why wouldn't you do the same? But right. you know, but it's like I don't know in Sumit's situation i don't i don't know why he wouldn't do that like you, you're staying know. here for your family who won't talk to you well, until you know, you're not with her i mean some people and i don't know if this is Smith's case necessarily but some people are, are patriots mm-hmm. you know what i mean even if their country is is struggling and and there's you know it's it's not much opportunity it's 
they're still yeah. the repatriate. Maybe he's just a proud Indian man. He wants to be in India. But he said enough times that, oh, I don't want to leave my family. I don't want to leave I, my family. I love how Where he I says. I think it's about the family. Well, and he says, like, well, I, that means I'd have to leave my friends and my family. Like, well, yeah. you mean like Jenny? Exactly. <laughs> you mean like, like Jenny did? And because, <laughs> and I mean, and Jenny has never said anything bad about America or anything like that. She, she says in this episode, in fact, that, you know, that she risked it all and she did the scary thing and left everything she knew for love. And he's not willing to do the same back. And it's like the situation you're in now is you don't really have a your your reason for staying there is because of your family. But it's your family not, don't give a fuck about you as long as you're with Jenny. So it's basically like, it's either Jenny or them. And, yep. and he flat out he asked his dad straight up, you know, is there anything I can do to fix this relationship? And dad's like, no. Yeah. Get separated you, from you, Jenny. You got to get it. separated. Yep. Yeah, so... So it just really sucks because if you're in that situation, I mean, it's hard for Sumit to not have his family accept him and love him anyway, and it's hard for Jenny to be this person that is hated by this family. And I think that that's important when you move to a totally different country. I think it is important to have a good relationship with the family of of your your person you moved for. Right. Because you're so alone and isolated there and and separated from your culture, your norms, your people, your friends. And you should be able at least to be accepted by that small group of people. And she's not. I mean, as long as the process will take, they may as well just start it. Yeah, because, I mean, who knows By the time it comes around, maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe he can can always say, no, I don't want to go. Yep. I guess he's got two years, roughly, to think about it. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe things will be fixed in two years. Who knows? Yep, yep. Right? So, and then um, submit drops his own bomb to to Jenny, not to his family, thank God, yeah. but to Jenny. He's thinking about adopting a kid Yep. to make things right. Now, I've heard of, of people trying to have a kid to, like, save their relationship with, like, their boyfriend or girlfriend. Which is kind of what, what Jovi wanted to do with Yara. Kind of what Jovi wants yep. to do with Yara. Um, now we have a situation where a guy wants to have a kid to save the relationship with his parents. It's yep. kind of interesting. Yeah, and I just, I feel so bad for jenny because truly it seems like once they got actually married sumit started changing everything about himself everything about what he wants out of the relationship and you know jenny said like if you we talked about this whole kid thing a long time ago and the whole time he said yeah the whole time and then now he's like well you know when i'm 35 i might want to like adopt a kid and and, and it's just like she said if, if this had been your answer Within the last ten years, at any point, the relationship wouldn't have continued. And right, exactly. I just, I just can't imagine being in a relationship with someone for so long, having had these tough, these you know, real conversations. These uh, like what do they call it? like fundamental values, like conversations, right. and being clearly on the same page, and then. Because he's scared of his mommy, like he he just right. changes everything about it, and and it's like what he's doing is punishing Jenny because yeah. he's not going to be raising that kid. He's already going to be working seven days a week. Yep. Right. So he's leaving the kid for Jenny to raise. Jenny's in her sixties. She's already raised her kids. Yep. And she doesn't want kids. She doesn't. She doesn't want to do it. Yep. You know. So really, what Smith's saying is maybe you should adopt a kid. Yep. You know, really. You, know? you adopt a kid for my mom to still not like you, and then I'm going to go work like seven you. days a week. And then, by the way, he doesn't even know it'll work. He doesn't even know that this will win his parents back. Yep. And a kid is not something that you can like check out for 30 days and no. then like go give back like oh you know my mom still hates me uh can you take this kid back thanks no, you know no. like i mean and you should never 
I mean, and there was other episodes where Sumit says, like, I don't want to have kids, but I'll do it if it if it'll make my mom like me. And it's like that's that's not why you have a kid. That's never a good reason to have a kid. If you're a person that truly does not want children, that's going to show in your relationship with your child. With your kid, yeah, absolutely. And that kid doesn't get to choose that his parents don't love him. An adopted kid might already have inherent like abandonment issues, and and, exactly, you know what I mean. So it's like. Don't, if you're not going to f- help a kid, don't do further harm. Yep. And I mean, not you know? to say that they'd be nat. We don't know, but like not to say they'd be nasty, unloving parents. But still, it's right. like if there's any inkling about how you treat your child uh, that like reflects that you aren't really thrilled you have them there. I mean, right. the kids pick up on that stuff. I mean, oh, and that, it's, definitely. It's a whole nurturing thing, like you like, said. Then it's like you grow up and you grow up and you realize like you're you know got issues and stuff because your parents didn't really love you correctly and you know right. you're adopted and it's like well didn't really want my you. real family yeah. didn't want me and then my my adopted family acted like they didn't want me but you know they chose to have me so why do they treat me that way you know it's a whole a whole yeah, thing it, it's not the right reason to adopt yeah for sure well angela and michael so angela is definitely more upset that michael has been talking to the goofballs than michael was upset about her like chatting up with the canadian yeah oh yeah like by far and it just upset me to know that she puts all these rules on Michael, but thinks it's completely unreasonable for Michael to be like, hey, don't go meet your crush alone in another country, yep. please. Yep. Like Michael's being such a dick for doing that. It's like, I, I'm curious as to what Angela has been through in her past. Like, she said that she's been married however long ago. Like, I'm interested in what kind of happened with her because she's she's very, very stubborn and hard-headed and set in this like plan of i will not let a man there's some trauma what to do there's trauma there like she's really really overcompensating for somebody i'm assuming in her past really controlling what she does there's a picture of her with a dude and a kid and um i have to pull it up and maybe we can share it on social media but it it looks like a a prison picture (laughs) like it just it looked like the background was like a, a a cement wall with like painted flowers and shit on it, like it just it looked, it looked like maybe it was a penitentiary. I, I don't yeah. know. So maybe she's been in some kind of toxic relationships. I'm sure yeah. she has. And I, I would imagine something happened at some point in her life where she was like, you know, fuck that. I'm not gonna let nobody tell me what to do, right. and I'm not gonna be no submissive woman anymore. I'm stepping into my own power, like that whole deal. Uh, may- maybe like, I definitely see that, and because there, there's a reason why. She is so hellbent on not wanting anybody to tell her what to do at all, like or right. Michael anyway. And then you throw in a culture where, you know, back when, before they got married, where everybody in Nigeria was telling her that, oh, you have to submit to the man, you have to submit to the man, right. you, have to, you know, right. like that's, again, going against what I, yeah, I just suspect there's something there in her past that's I made her it. really go over the edge on this whole, nobody's going to tell me what to do at all type. And I don't know, I've, I've read stories that are unverified, so maybe complete bullshit, but I've read stories on, I don't know, maybe Reddit or something where people who uh, live in Hazelhurst, where, where Angela's from, mm-hmm. and I guess she's just a monster, <laughs> and she's like sued, like she sued this person's aunt because the aunt was like a baker who like made them an ice cream cake and she left the cake in the car in the and Georgia heat and it melted, so she sued her. And I, I don't know, but that could that could be complete bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. But I have seen recent recent photos of Angela and Michael, and it looks like they're in Walmart. Of course. Of course. Why wouldn't they be? Right. So I don't know. Maybe he makes it. We'll have to see. 
But I, I love that Angela was destroying Michael's car in the middle of the neighborhood and just like yelling and carrying on. Yep. And then has the nerve to be like, how did you know I was in Nigeria? Yeah. And then they were all like, well, uh, we heard through the grapevine yeah. there was some crazy white woman acting uh, fucking wild and out out here. the fucking country knew you were there. Yep. Fucking wild and like, out really? in the middle of the night. Like, I mean, who else would that be? Like, you know, I mean. Right. And and she still never acknowledges that she was out of line. No. At like, least she was maybe like. Maybe she went too far. What did she say to the goopball? She's like, oh oh, I think that that's absolutely ridiculous or something like that. And it's like, no, you should be embarrassed is what the, the word you're looking for. Like, yeah, you act so crazy that the first person that comes to mind when some shit's going on outside yeah, is they think it's you. some white lady's destroying your car. Oh, it's got to be Angela. Yep. <laughs> oh, some white lady, be? some lady's yelling an American out there, you know, oh, it's got to be Angela. Right. But, you know, you should be embarrassed that, you know, that like you are who people assume is the what crazy white right. lady Right, I mean, outside. they just knew immediately. Yep. And then, uh, I also thought it was interesting that Angela seemed to have this perspective that as Michael's friends, they should have been batting for her. Yeah. When he was like on social media and shit, like why why would they be? Why would they be? Why, on her they should side? be telling him not to do the social media because it's gonna piss off his wife. Like what? What yeah. dude would do that? I mean, <laughs> you know I mean, I could see like the friend. I mean, and not telling him what to do, but the but a friend being like, I mean, if I knew. That like if you being on if you being on Instagram upset your wife like and I knew that like I'm a, and I saw you reactivate I may send you like a text or, or say like hey man you know I'm like sure oh that's you know, a good idea like, oh, I don't know if that's a good a good idea bro or like you know I we I, we'd probably make a joke about like oh probably you know, uh, your wife's gonna get mad and you probably like haha too bad or like, I don't know like right. I don't know how you'd hit but like I get to making well, a joke about it like a friend would have to be like you got to get away from her man yeah <laughs> she's, she's, like if she's i were monster. if i were the goofball and michael went back on instagram i wouldn't be like oh hey man you should really be careful for your marriage and you should take that down i'd be like like oh bro you're gonna piss her off she's gonna go nuts you're gonna yeah, wreck your gonna car again mind. like i would make a joke about it like that but not in a serious like in angela's corner like oh i really think you should think your marriage and yeah. take that down like, like why is it my responsibility not. to save your marriage yeah like, i what? as if i were michael's friend i just like his friends are doing i'd be like dude don't let her fucking tell you you can't have an instagram like she's that's got ridiculous. one she's, yeah. she's duetting with dudes she's whatever right. like you but, can but have that's an your fault too by the way yeah that, that ultimately know. it's all everything is michael's, fault. michael's so fault so that's what the goofballs don't understand and one of the goofballs i think it was addy uh <gasps> told Angela to calm down and that just lit off yeah. a powder keg. You would think that they would know enough about Angela by now and women even to not tell her to calm down. You know, I think it was on purpose cuz uh, yeah. he seemed to be enjoying so like getting a reaction out of her. Yeah. Like it seemed kind of like he was kind of laughing about it. I think it was more so like, like let's see if I could freak this lady out. Like, oh look, it's happening. You know, like of course she's freaking out. Of course she's losing. Like yeah. I think it, like that's more the humor he uh, with that he had of like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> she's fucking well, losing it. Yeah. I mean, for nothing. Y- yeah. You know, of course. So, but I mean, Angela had a good point. I mean, why invite them out to which do we know for sure he, that they invited them out or did Michael just say, Oh, they invited both of us. Like, you know, I guess but, we don't know for sure, but, but why would, but assuming they did, why would you invite Angela to come hang out? It was if, probably production's idea. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. It's just like, come on, that's, that never goes well. And no, just, no, 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 no. And, and then like, I don't know. I, I didn't agree with the friends of them at the end, what they say being like, Oh, Angela should be trying to get us to like her. Like kind of, it's like, no, I don't, think so i don't know about that and i mean and i i don't i think angela exaggerates a lot too of course yeah. and blows things out of proportion of course as we've right. seen but i also in a way want to agree with her on just like 
if you have a boyfriend who is who has cheated on you in the past, mm-hmm. who which Michael has, and who has been caught supposedly messaging other women or whatever they has happened, and but then you've got like these these couple friends here that are always. I mean, like, even if if I if if you're dating someone here in America and your boyfriend is always is has cheated on you and whatever, but then he's got two friends that are always dragging him to the club, which is where he cheats on you at, or is yeah. always, you know what I mean? Like, if they are an actual bad influence and may and egging on your significant other to do things that right. you know will hurt your marriage, like I could see Angela not liking them like that. Like, whenever he's fucking yeah. up, he's with you two. Like, you know, I like, could see her not liking them, but then she just shouldn't be in that relationship. Yeah, yeah. you know, because like. I mean, he's got to have some kind of social contact. Yeah. You won't let him have social media. It's like she now wants he can't to... hang out with his friends. Right. Like, like she what, wants to who's pick he supposed what to friends hang he out with. Like she wants to pick what friends he has right. and how they act, like, and, you, and you can't. What is he supposed to do every day? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like yep. you can't. You and that's you won't that's let where... him work either. So um, it's like what. Yeah. yeah, and so you got to you got to find like a if you don't like your significant other's friends, you know, either if it's that big of a problem, then like you said, you probably shouldn't be with them. Like if you just can't trust them, then don't be with them. Yeah, if you if, yeah if you don't like his friends, if you can't trust him, if it's both, like uh, you know, because ultimately he can have the most up to no good friends, but I mean it's it all boils down to what Michael decides to do, what his actions are, and right, you know, but. But in the yeah. little breakaway interviews, Michael looks so fucking tired. Yeah, he, he does. He just looks exhausted. He does. And uh, I was wondering, too, that, you know, so Michael does defend Angela to his to the goofballs and won some points with Angela. It made me wonder if this was on purpose, so specifically so he could, because he knew like he was gonna, he knew it was going to go to shit, mm-hmm. and he knew it was an opportunity for him to defend Angela and maybe get a couple more points yeah, where it maybe. counts. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. But then Angela goes home, and Michael, um, I guess, I guess he's sad, but he's got to be a little bit relieved too. Like, at least my car's not going to get fucked up. Right? Yeah, he can rest easy for now. But that, but now I don't know. Like, what kind of PTSD comes with? Like, oh, at any given moment, she could just show up here and, <laughs> That's true. in the middle of the night, you know? But yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't think that he should have to have his Instagram down. I, I. I mean, the whole thing's crazy. Yeah. The, the whole it, thing is crazy. It, it, if Angela didn't do anything on her end, like, then, okay, me, okay, Michael got caught messaging women or whatever. Like, okay, fine. But, like, hers is way worse. What she's doing is way worse. Right, and, and so it right. just, like, uh, yeah, yeah, poor Michael. And it's like, dude, if you can't, if, if the guy you're with, you can't trust him to have Instagram, then don't be with him. Yeah. Yep. Like, that, that, that means there's no trust. You just don't be with him. It's stupid. Yeah. Yep. How about Jovi Nyara? So they went hiking in the Germany, um, in the German fucking like woods, mountains area. And like uh, Yara was wearing white pants, or like no, her friend was wearing white pants. Yara yeah. was wearing almost white pants. Like they they were all dressed up like they were going to the mall and they're Did going not, hiking. Was not hiking gear, but you know what? That wasn't really serious hiking either. Yeah, so it's like yeah, it was either, more like a walk through the park. Yeah, you found like a little park you walked through. You didn't because I was hiking. thinking like, oh, you're going hiking through the mountains yeah, in Germany. That's what that I sounds thought. amazing. And then it was just, uh, yeah, it didn't really, it wasn't that mind blowing. Yeah, they kept, they keep doing this thing where they're speaking in Ukrainian or Russian in front of Jovi, knowing that it makes him nuts. Yeah, they both speak English. Yeah, 
just speak English to each other. You know, it's driving him crazy. Yep. And then and and then he, Jovi always thinks that they're talking about him, which I mean, that's kind of self-centered. But also, like you said, well, I mean, actually, if you a lot both, of times they are though. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and and the then, that's what was funny was in this occasion they weren't talking about him. You but know, like, if you just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean they aren't out to get me. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and it's like they weren't talking about Jovi this time, and so it's just interesting how you guys are a group. You all know how to speak English. Like, why would you? Like, why would you decide yeah, to speak? Just, in it's your little, language by yourself, unless you're talking rude. about him. It's a little rude. Yeah, it's a little I, bit I rude, little rude, and that's what I would do. Like I, I would, I would talk in the language everybody here can speak. Right. But if I'm, if I want to say something slick like about that, oh boy, context, I'm going to say it in my language. Yeah, so exactly. I, I would, if I were Jovi, I would think they're talking about me. In this because context, why, why wouldn't you where, speak like, English? We're just out with a social group among friends. Then yeah, I mean, you should all if you all have a common language, you should speak that common language. Yeah. it's just it's it's impolite. I think I think it's impolite. To yeah. not do that, but yeah. a friend was sticking her nose in their business and shit. Uh, that am, bothered me. Yeah, I am really annoyed at how, it, like, all of Yara's friends in America or not are just totally in the business. And it's like, they you really, don't. really, really are. Like, none of you, none of, like, you or none of my friends would ever, like, even if you agree with me, you would never, like, be sitting next to me and just be, like, a helping attack. Like, you wouldn't be a part of my argument or fight with my boyfriend you know like you right i might bitch about it later to you and you might side with me but like you're never you would never if you were there you would never like if you two are here in. like i'm not butting in and, yeah no it's, no, it's you know that. like and i i don't tend to fight with or argue with my significant others in front of right people but i mean still like like you're selfish he's telling me selfish like, and shit yeah out it's of like here. selfish like he's worried about his family and i just can't fucking stand and then yara went on that whole shit of like oh the whole thing was to be here uh, to help so my, people this is my homeland i'm here to help people like you're in germany yeah who are you helping and it's like how many weeks have they been there already and she didn't do fucking shit except go to the spa she, she bought him a she bought the, that girl a pair of fucking like pajama bottoms or some shit it and wasn't went to even the spa yeah and went to the spa it's like did not you want to stay for a few three more weeks while joby's at work because you you're pissed away in, the first three weeks right, of you, helping you're people? gonna take in refugees and like paint their nails like <laughs> is that what you're fucking planning yeah like in germany yeah in in germany like shut the fuck up the red cross is not looking for yara okay right. it's just it's the way it is and then yara's like i've been miserable for two and a half years and Jovi's friend, like, immediately is like, but you've been with your family for yeah, the last two yeah. and a half years. So you've been mis- and you- he had a really good point. So you've been miserable with your family? And, and she's like, oh, but... It's like, oh, well, hold on. No. Uh, yep. A little bit back pedal. I mean, I could see Yara's point of it would be really hard on me if, and I would not love it, if, like, I came to a new country, you know, it's all new, whatever, scary, new, whatever, can't have a job, can't work, blah, blah, blah. Oops, I'm pregnant by mistake, unplanned, and like, okay, now my, and then now my husband has this job or he's away for large gaps of time. Also, it's COVID. Right. Um, now he's trapped on a boat for even longer somewhere. Like, I don't have family or, you know, Miss Gwen lives, what, three hours away or whatever. Something fuck. like that. You know, like, I mean, like, I, it would be, I don't know if And that's miserable. because she wanted to get out of, of yeah. uh, New Orleans, by exactly. the way. And, and so it's like, I don't know that I would call that the most thrilling um, time of my life, but you I don't know. know that I would say miserable, but, it, I mean, it would be hard. It wasn't the you best know, time. My but... wife and I lived in Cincinnati. We were away from friends and family, and mm-hmm. we had a kid, and we made the best of it. It was just yeah. it was just she and I and our kid, and, and we made we made it work. Yeah. You know, so I, I wasn't it's, miserable. It's about choosing your words there, Yara. And it's, and it's about making your own joy. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? 
It's just to me, it seems like Yara's done with this relationship. Yeah, she just—I feel like she just wants to go, just be back in Ukraine, and like how yeah. we talked to her, like about being patriots. Like Yara loves Ukraine, and there's nothing wrong with you that. Know, or she loves Europe. Right. Uh, you know that's fine, but, but I, I think she's kind of using any excuse to get away from. Yeah. I mean, it seems like she's using any excuse to get away from Jovi. And I mean, hopefully, she's telling the truth, and she just wants to stay a little longer while he's at work, and she's going to come back, and everything will be great. So. Hopefully that's the case, but I mean, for her to kind of act brand new with Jovi of like, I don't understand why you don't trust me and da da da. Right. Like she did so much on this trip alone to make him fear, lot like she reasonably. She planted a whole lot of seeds, yeah. and and then she she kind of admits that there's a possibility she might just stay in Europe because she was just like, um, well, if he's gonna keep acting controlling, maybe I will stay. Like, yeah. So 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 you admit. It's a possibility. Exactly. And I so, mean, in, who could who could be at ease like that? Like, that's totally different. Like, right. you're here and like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about leaving this marriage. And okay, well, you might move, you know, a couple miles away. But right. it's like, like, what happens if you decide, you, like, you decide you don't want to come back to America? Like, okay, now my wife and my child they're is in a in different country. They're gone. Yeah. I might not a- ever see them again because they're in fucking Germany. Yeah. Or, exactly. or Czech Republic or wherever. So mm-hmm. how about Kim and Uthman? So it opens up with this man asking an American woman to put lotion on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you and, don't know anything about American women, man. Absolutely not. I would never touch no another person's feet. No way, man. I give my nail my uh, nail technicians a lot of credit because I don't know how they do that all day. And I don't have I don't have really ugly feet. I I, yeah. I think I have pretty normal standard feet. But they're getting paid for that. Yeah. You and, know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're at least getting paid. And, you want me to lotion your feet? You better slip me a 20, bro. And especially when he's like, like, oh, my feet are really dry. Like, ugh, you know, I'm not touching your fucking, fucking scaly feet. Griffin feet. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely not touching ugly feet. Absolutely no, not. No, 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 no. So Usman wants to get some fresh air, so he goes to hang out by the pool, and surprise, Jamal's there. Mm-hmm. And Jamal's, you know, I have to give him some credit here because, you know, Usman did buy him a PS5, but he still calls Usman on his bullshit. Yeah. And it's specifically about Usman always having to be right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's true. I think he is right. And um, and then he kind of uh, implies that Usman you know, lies by omission, mm-hmm. so to speak, right? Yeah. It's, it's particularly about the family, not telling the family about the kid. Yeah. And like, you know what? I have to give Jamal some credit there. Yeah, absolutely. Y- you you need to call him out for that shit. And then, too, when Jamal said that, I liked his point about being like, you know, where he told Usman that he's like, I feel like you think that you do so much more for my mom and right. that my mom doesn't do as much for you. When, right. and, and I was surprised that Jamal even said that it was more equal. Like, it fluctuates, but it's mostly equal on who does what for yeah, who. Yeah, he really went um, there, and yeah. was, I'm, I'm happy he did. Yeah, and then when really I think I think it is, like, Kim is doing a lot more than I Usman. I think she's probably doing a lot more and, than Usman. I mean, Usman. All Usman's doing is not fucking other women. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, <laughs> like, old, the only sacrifice. thing he ever has to say that, well, whoa, I, you know, my DMs are full of other women and I'm not fucking any of them and it's like like okay but sh- how many trips has she spent to, uh, going to Nigeria how much money has she spent to do that right how many things has she bought you she's gonna pay I'm sure for the visa if they ever do that you know yeah. uh, you know now you're asking her to um, maybe adopt a kid and uh, she's you know, considering it and so you asked like, her about having another wife. I mean, like, so, I don't know, man. She's putting up with a lot. Asking her to, you know, pay all this shit and come see you in all the Tanz- Tanzania and all these other places, like, and ha- have another wife involved and adopt yeah. a kid. That's a lot more than anything I can, yeah. that, that's Usman That's, that's is more doing. than just not fucking other people, yeah. basically. Yeah. 
I also I don't like the way Usman speaks sometimes because it sounds like he's giving a sermon, basically. Yeah, I can see that. And then I also I love the fact that whenever you see pictures of Usman and you know those kind of cutaway shots mm-hmm. of Usman and Kim together, it looks like Usman's like a dignitary and Kim is his bodyguard. Yeah, I, I kind of love that. So. And yeah. then Jamal even says, like, I don't think you even realize how much my, my mom sacrifices for you. Yeah, and, 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 and I Usman certainly... just kind of scoffs. Yeah, and I really don't think that... Because Usman has to always be right. So right. he... And he wants to believe that he is, you know, doing the most. You know, like, oh, I'm, I, Kim can't possibly be doing more for me than I am for her. And it's like, yeah. he, he doesn't want to admit that, no, that's not true. Right, and, exactly. And it's like, you don't realize how much young tail I'm giving up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, he had a young woman that was going to get on the show with him, and then she pulled out. Yep. And then he, he went to his second string, Yeah, Kim. and that's why I, I have a little bit of a hard time even caring about this whole segment or, like, this whole relationship of theirs because it just I, – I, I think it's phony. I think, you know – Yeah, I wonder. Like, maybe Kim actually has some feelings, but – because, like, we learned, I think, from Jamal that she falls fast, you know, for people. and Right. But it's just like – I mean, I, I don't, I don't buy it. You know, like it's you, you had this young chick, and you were gonna come over here, and maybe that was legit, but then that fell through, and then magically you've got this, but this older thank woman. Thank God! And, hey, don't give up on me yet. Just in time to make it this season, I got another woman. That's, exactly. Like, really? Yeah. Like, okay. oh no, don't pull me! I got another one. Like, mm, right? Oh, someone made a tweet. Someone tweeted around that time is like. Usman's like, you guys are gonna hear my music one way or another. Yep. And that's exactly it, right? Yep. So, flash forward, they're going to meet Usman's brother to talk about taking his kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though Usman insisted this is standard fare in, in Nigeria, the brother's like, what? Yeah. Yep. The the his, the sister-in-law was adamantly opposed to it. I mean, yeah. you can see it on her face. She and was it, not Yep. And, like, it. as we know from Mako with the Nigerian culture, like, you know, women tend to be more or have to be more submissive to the man. So it's like Muhammad was doing all the talking, but, like, just the look on his wife's face of just, like, if eyes could kill, you know, that like she was ain't just. ain't fucking happening. She's yeah. like, like, you ain't fucking taking this kid. Like, absolutely right. not. But then we find out that they won't even consider it unless Kim converts to Islam. Yep. And, and would and she good for her? She said flat out, like no. I'm not converting, I'm not becoming a Muslim. Which is, you know what? That's it, that's perfectly within her right. If she doesn't yeah. want to do that. She doesn't have to do it, right? And it's just it just interest. It's like the things that Kim will say yes to, and the things that she won't say yes to. You know, it, it just kind of funny where she draws the line. Yeah, I guess. it's. I would almost think. I mean, I don't know anything about the Muslim religion, so I don't mean any disrespect. But like, I like maybe that would be more. That'd be easier than ha- than having a child. I don't. Well, I don't she would know. have to do that and then have the child. Yeah, and like so, I just, I just like, I don't. It's just interesting. So it's what like she'll, it's a lot. Yeah, what she'll say yes to. Yeah, and you're right. Where she draws the line. You you're know? right. Like, and I don't know. She doesn't seem particularly religious, so maybe, maybe it, I, I don't know. I don't know what her beliefs are. I guess. Yeah, it, but it's, just, it's like you're gonna raise this kid Muslim. How can you do that unless you are Muslim? Exactly. Like, I kind of yeah. see what they're saying. Yeah. Like, you know. And I mean, and they're right. I mean, like there is, I mean, it's going to be harder to raise that child in like a Hausa, you know, uh, traditional African Muslim environment when, I mean. Hausa, yeah. Like you'd have to find that community wherever. And I don't right. know, I, I don't know anything about San Diego. So, so I don't know if there is a Hausa community in San Diego or not. I, you know, but, I imagine Southern California has a little bit of everybody. You yeah. I mean, it, it could probably be done. Yeah. But still, it would be difficult. It wouldn't be as easy as I'm just living in it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I, Jamal, you know, he just keeps proving that he's the parent in this situation. Yeah. 
Like, my wife was watching it for a couple of minutes, and she's just like, so that's his mom? Like, why is he talking to her like she's a kid? Mm-hmm. Like, well, she kind of... Yeah, she kind she of is. kind of is in this situation. But then also, he kind of had to look like he just needed some fucking popcorn while they were all talking, and he was just yeah. kind of like watching. It felt kind of weird that he was even there. I mean, I'm glad he was there to support his mom, yeah. but it also felt like, do you need to be here, Jamal? I don't, you know, like, I don't know. Where else is he going to go? I mean, because if know? I were, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, hang out at the hotel. I, I don't know. but like, Because if yeah. I were Muhammad and his wife, I'd be like, who's this guy? Like, why is he here? <laughs> but, I mean, the whole yeah. thing was weird for Muhammad and his wife because they, they had no idea that they were coming there to ask to basically have their child let me get that kid i think the whole thing was a little bit of a mind mind fuck there so yeah but they didn't necessarily flat out say no but i i I have the feeling that that, that's not gonna happen yeah i think they're using the muslim excuse to say no yeah like politely be like no it can't happen and it's just i don't know like i mean again different cultures you know whatever but it just like i don't i could never see myself having a four-year-old and somebody being like hey you know, I kind of really like your kid. Can I just have it? Like, yeah. you got another one. You got a baby right there in it's your wife's exactly arms. not like, exactly like borrowing a couple you know, of eggs. Yeah, like, you know, it's, you yeah. know, just, I mean, you just, I mean, come on, Jen. You just had another baby. You know, look, your husband's holding the baby right there. Like, Bro, just, how many just do give me you this need? one. Like, you already, yeah. you have another one. It's fine. Just give me this one. Like, yeah. I, I just, like, it's different cultures. I don't know. But I, I just, I would assume parents loving their children if they're, you know, of course, you know, good I parents. I think that's fairly universal. I think it's yeah. fairly universal to love your child and have, like, a bond with your, your child. Not yeah. And not after four years, like, oh, okay, I'm good. Now that, you know, you, what, are mostly maybe potty trained or you, I don't have to wipe your ass as much or, right. or whatever's going and you're on. you're on solid foods. You're and... on solid foods. You can walk. You can move around now. Right. Like, yeah, it's a good time. I went through all that other stuff here. I'll get rid of you. Here you go. Yeah. That's... <laughs> like, I did all the hard part. There you go. Have fun. Yep. Okay, how about Liz and Ed? Um, Ed's dumb. Yeah. And he said they were in a volatile relationship, a what he viatole. Goes, he's like volatile or viatole. Like, he said viatole, like, really? Yep, and then he like corrected himself kind of, but you could tell he still wasn't sure which was the right way. Right. <laughs> so he had issues with Liz working full time, and but he's not. He's clearly not paying her bills because mm-hmm. she was talking about running through her savings. And, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like don't want her to work full times and make it so she doesn't have to work full time bro yeah you know what i mean and then he tells her like you need to help me buy a house or help me when we buy a house and it's like but how can she like help you financially or right. just move shit i think he means financially and i and like so that's where he so was like she needs to work full time so and that's where it was like so weird because he was like okay with her working full time because oh i need you to help pay for a house when we buy one i you know i want you to have he even says like i want you to have your space because i want you to miss me you know all that crap but then yeah. it's like but then he's got a stipulations of like well i don't want you to work full time at a restaurant and ever work an evening like yeah because okay. i don't want you working until 1 p 1 a.m yeah it's like, dude, you knew she was in the restaurant business when you started dating her, and and that's what you know? she says. She's like, it's and she says like it's a restaurant business. Like I can't, I can't not work a night shift. And like he acts like he's, it's so unreasonable for her to work that late. And it's like, yeah. dude, it's 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 a restaurant bar. Do you not know that they stay open late? Right. And even I mean, it sounded like you know because she said she was like, well, maybe on a Friday I might I might have to work on a Friday till a closing shift. And so that sounds like she's probably off the hook for Saturday Sundays. So it's like one Maybe. one weekend day out of all of them is better than 
the you know just, like maybe Monday can be your weekend. What difference does it make? Yeah, what the hell does Ed do? Like where like what's know. his schedule? I mean, he's a he's a photographer. I don't know how busy he is, but yeah, if you're setting your own schedule, then don't schedule anything on Mondays. It is it, it's just annoying because we know that all of his his concerns, all of the reasons he says he doesn't like it, this and that, it's all because it's all he does, self, he's all self-motivated yeah. and all self-centered and all about his own insecurities that exactly. she's, that she's going to, she's going to find someone else or have better friends or spend less time And he with even him. says that there's a lot of younger people working in the restaurant industry, yeah. so he's afraid that she'll kind of be led astray, you yeah. know? They went to so they went to like a beach. It was all like gray and gloomy and overcast and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was still wearing those fucking bubblegum pink yeah. frocks. It and really bo- and I, it bothers me that he's got his little cartoon face tattooed on his leg too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's got he's got his face in his shower curtain. Yeah, it just a very self centered, you know. And that's 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 weird. Yeah, this just, isn't a new th- like he had that before he was even on the show. Yeah. I do. You're you're weird. You, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that that's that's egotism to another degree. Yeah. It it just it just really bothers me that he won't let I mean cuz there there are things where like if you're going to get married and if you're in a serious relationship or like you know you do have to have communication and, and talk things out sometimes, but it's like this kind of seems obvious. Like this is the field she wants to be in. This is the field right. you met her in. You know, she wants to, you need her to make money to help out. You know, like she wants to do this. This is what she loves. She's having really good opportunities. She's having really good success. She needs to do this also to show stability if she ever wants to have custody of her kid kid. again. And and it's like, these are all good reasons to support your, uh, you know, your significant other having this, this career. Right. But with him, it's just like basically, well, no, because you're going to, you're not what I like. Yeah. You're not going to hang out with me as much as I want. Right. Exactly. And that's not a more important reason. What really bothers me, too, is that he wants to control her work schedule, uh, but he doesn't want to be the bad guy. So when she's like, oh, well, what you say goes, those are your terms. And he's like, well, let's say that. These are our terms. Yeah. He's like, no, our terms. No, it's your fucking terms, dude. Exactly. It's like, you can't just say it's our terms and it makes it our terms. It's still your terms. Right. And, and like yeah, that that really bothers me. It's just I mean, how could you possibly think that you not wanting her to be away from you is a more important reason than or like more important than her trying to get custody of her kid? You know, exactly. Like, like as a parent to yourself, even though his fucking relationship with well, his kids in the fucking he, wind, he gave but, up his kid in the first time, you know, first opportunity. And maybe that's part of it too. Go like chase he, some tail. He feels like he gave up his daughter for Liz, so maybe he maybe that's part of it. He thinks like oh, well, he gave up for Rose and Liz and yeah. So maybe, maybe anyone he, else. I don't that we think may he may not have known about. And I don't think he consciously thinks like, well, I gave up my daughter for you, Liz. So you give up your daughter for me. Like I don't think he's consciously thinking that, but I just don't think that. Obviously, that's not as important to him as it is no, Liz, like no. be having a bond with your child or having your child in your life right. so well if you really want to twist ed's titty um liz was offered a partnership in the yep. restaurant yep it's like and i see your full time liz and i raise you really, to part really, or partner ed was not a fan of that idea yeah and she was liz was scared to death to tell him you could see it and mm-hmm. it's like well dude she should be excited to tell her fiance that guess what I'm gonna be a partner in this, this restaurant it's successful we're gonna yeah. we're gonna make all this money and she was like she she didn't know how to broach the subject it's yeah. like it's ridiculous and then he gave that kind of half ass like oh I'm happy for you well, first but... of all congratulations yep. now don't do it yeah yeah <laughs> you know? congratulations and now here's where I shit on you and tell you and guilt you into not doing it at all right and 
And like, and that's just, it's just not, I, it's, it's one of those things where like we go back to where, I mean, sometimes things just don't work. I mean, there's a lot of career fields that just, it doesn't, it's not compatible in the relationship. Like a lot of people get divorced in the law enforcement law industry enforcement, because military. the law military, because long hours, deployments, working midnights, like not right. being at functions, like, you know, like, or, you know, law enforcement, they become alcoholics and that it's causes hard, another layer of problems. Hard to communicate or when like, it's like, you don't really feel like the person understands you because yeah. of what you what you're going through. And, and then stuff like and nurses and doctors, same thing, 12 hour shifts, 16 hour shifts, sometimes 24 right. hour shifts. And like, you know, and like, if you're Ed, Ed's idea is he wants to have a family family wants to have a wife um you know like then that then maybe like the restaurant life is another one of those where you are working holidays you are working nights and weekends right. you you know i mean you the standard you know white picket fence monday through friday nine to five you know and you know like and you guys are on the same schedule and shit like that's that's not going to be their life if they're right. in the restaurant business and this, so. but this is what liz knows this is what she does it's not like she has an engineering degree and she just refuses to go into that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like she does restaurant yeah. shit right and you know what liz hasn't really had a chance to develop her career in the same way that ed has yeah so i don't think it's particularly fair for ed to, to call her selfish exactly you, yep. you know what i mean yeah and it's like opportunities like that don't come along very often. Yeah. There's, there's probably a million Eds out there, let's yep. face it. And, then that, <laughs> you know and that's what, what I mean? I'm saying. I'm like, I mean, if, if Ed wants somebody that's going to be home all the time with him and or home on the weekends and home by 6 p.m. and, you know, it's like go then. Go find that person. Yeah, then go find that person. There's, and Ed's are not plenty, the one. Liz yeah. is not the one for you. There are then. plenty of people with that kind of schedule. I mean, like, and that that's how it goes sometimes. And like, Or if you really love Liz and you really want to work at this relationship, yeah. then you feel figure out how to make that work i mean yeah, and ed's a cheap bitch too we already saw him with and rose and fucking where was it philippines oh yeah where she wanted to buy like a dress or some shit it was mm-hmm. like it, it was like a five cent like tip and yeah she was like keep the change she's like keep the change yep exactly like, right, okay so we know ed's a cheap bitch yeah you know that that liz is spending at least paying some kind of bills because she's burning through her fucking savings yeah what else could she be spending her savings on yep exactly so, so i mean i mean if she loves this kind of work if this is her career field you know good for her and she should be able to do as as well as she wants to do in it and your partner should be supportive of that yeah and, i agree and if you really love her and the relationship and this and that then you will find a way to make it work with the schedule right. and if not then it just doesn't work like, and well, can he, both gotta move on he change his schedule to accommodate her schedule because yep. it sounds like he makes his own hours yep i don't know how about elizabeth and andre uh, so Big Chuck was uh flirting with a cancer survivor on the internet. Yep. <laughs> and they were gonna meet up because she was gonna be in Florida. Mm-hmm. Andre. So the, Andre introduces the idea of a double date. I think that's a bad idea, like a first date. Like yeah. I'm gonna meet your your son-in-law and your daughter. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure on on the the woman. Oh uh, no, you gotta you gotta be dating at least for a few months before you talk about like family stuff yeah. you know what i mean i mean like it was sweet of them to like you know because chuck could have said no you know so it, it was sweet of them to offer to go with him to try to make him feel comfortable you know whatever like yeah so it, it was a sweet gesture but 
I don't think that that's something you should you should do. You shouldn't have a first that's, date, first yeah. time you meet the person in person, and you bring your daughter and you shouldn't your even son talk about family until like the third or fourth day or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. But I then, don't know. But then joke was on Chuck. There, uh, his date was late, and uh, late. Then mm. Andre and uh, Libby uh, explained the wind. Yep, explained that ghosting is someone vanishing like a fart in the wind, like a fart. Yeah, as and, Andre so delicately put it. And yeah. uh, then, sure enough, he really is a wordsmith. Yes, he is. Either he says the oddest things, or whatever he says gets bleeped out. So that's, that's true. <laughs> it's like weird idiotism, or like just. But he does. You know what? I have to say, out. he gets to the point. That's true. Yeah, I have to say that. You know, very direct. So, um, but come to find out that this woman who didn't show up allegedly tested positive for COVID, she can't make it. But my thing is, she knew she wasn't feeling well before she went to the doctor. Yeah. Right. Like, why wouldn't she text then and say, I'm feeling sick. I'm about to go to the doctor. I can't make it today. Yeah. So I'm calling some bullshit on that. Yeah. It's definitely a bad look if you wait till, like, basically Chuck texted her, like, hey, where are you? To and like, I guess oh, he called her, too. Way, and, yeah. yeah it's, that, that's a bad, bad look. Uh, yeah. It's I don't know. How place. long does it take to text someone? That's it's what Libby like said. It takes, said, like, yeah. five seconds to send a text. Right. Yep. On the other side of this coin, we, we saw Charlie and his wife bitching about Andre biting the family. And, mm-hmm. uh, Aunt Charlie is like, I've been the same guy for ten last ten years, and you all have changed. What happened? It's like, well, you know, maybe that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like, like, yeah, you've been an alcoholic for ten years, maybe, and people are over maybe it. Maybe the guy you've been for ten years is a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, like you haven't grown up. And then Charlie's wife was like, you know, you should let Andre hit you, and we'll just call the cops and get him deported. Yeah, right, like Real classic, classy. like like weaponizing the police type of thing. Yep. And this is the first time. Where I really believed that, like, maybe they did call and report him to immigration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's fucked up shit, which yeah, you even, saying, Yeah, you know? even to have that idea, you know, is, is means like... Means you're capable. Yeah, it's fucked, it's fucked up if your mind goes to that as an idea. Yeah, and, and you said that on camera. Like, yep. eh, this person might be capable. I don't yep. know. Well, that just about does it for this edition of Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Fiancé podcast. Please join us next time. We're going to be talking about 90 Fiancé, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 17. Um, it's not the tell-all. Tell-all's got to be coming up quick because we're getting pretty yeah, late in the season. Yeah, we're getting there. Usually it's around 17, 18, mm, yeah, I think. Yeah, something like we're that. We're on episode, what, 16? And you know what? It's going to be a big showdown with like the therapy session. So I'm, oh, yeah, next, yeah. Se- next episode probably and, will uh, be the last we were, one. We're very blessed that Bilal and Shida were not... On this episode. Oh, it's, it's always a nice evening when they're not involved. So. Oh, goodbye!